Welcome to A Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today started out their sweet journey when they both got themselves ice cream makers during the holidays. They ha- which has led to many smiles as they scoop up a lot of ice cream these past six years. Welcome the owners of Kelly's Homemade Ice Cream, Kelly and Scott Seidel. How's it going, guys? Good. Thanks for having us today. Yeah, good. Good to see you. Good to see you. So before we start during my lunch break, um, I have to ask... Favorite sandwich? What's your go-to sandwich? I'll let Scott go first. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of sandwiches. Um, probably just a Italian like sub. Okay. You know, but I also love a bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, either of those can't go wrong with either yeah. one of those. What about you, Kelly? Um, anything from Swine and Sons. I love Swine and Sons. Their hot chicken sandwich um, is amazing. Yes. So, I always get that when I can get it catered. We just had our daughter's birthday catered with them. So. Which makes sense because they're, uh, they're actually obsessed with you guys. I actually see them more often here than I actually do at Swine & Sons, <laughs> uh, which is quite funny. Um, so let's tell everybody. So I started in the intro talking about how you guys got yourselves ice cream makers. So that's true, right? You guys got during the holidays, you both bought each other ice cream makers. Yep. It was our first Christmas married. So we had every gift under the sun from just getting married, right? And then for Christmas, he got me a Cousinart attachment, like ice cream maker, and then I got him an ice cream maker, and it kind of all started from there. Yeah, I don't remember who opened their present first, but they must have been, yeah, whoever opened theirs first knew the other person was getting the same thing. Yep. <laughs> it must have been, oh, I don't remember who opened first, though. Yeah, I don't remember. And then once you guys started that, then it was like, okay, let's just start making ice cream for everyone, or... What was the, how did it kind of, how did it evolve? Because obviously this has moved, like you went from making ice cream and I know obviously Kelly, you sold ice cream. Uh, you were an ice cream scooper and you sco- sold ice cream while you were going to nursing school. So what's the story like? How did, it, how did it develop? What's the progression, I guess? Yeah, that was actually our, that we were still in New York at that Christmas and um, we actually weren't living in Florida yet. And it took a couple of years from that ice cream maker to actually making ice cream. Um, we moved to Orlando, um, realized there was not a lot of homemade ice cream in the area. And so we just decided maybe we could do it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Just to back up though a little bit, we usually glass over like this part of the story, but I mean, for years we were going into ice cream shops and like, just, you know, looking at all the little details, like all the different flavors and what we liked about the shop and what we didn't like about it. And, and so I don't know where it really came from. It probably was Kelly's idea originally. And I just always wanted to have a business. And um, so like, even before we bought each other ice cream makers, I think we were already, wouldn't it be great if we had an ice cream shop? And, you know, we would go into all these ice cream shops and just, you know, just look around and see what we liked and what we didn't like. I think a portion of it stemmed from the place I worked at. My boss was very, I would say, can we paint, you know, can we paint? It's a stark white building inside and out. And I was like, can we just paint something? No. Can we do this? No. So I think all these no's led up to this, like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. And it's a creative side to doing things. Yeah, I think Kelly knew she could probably do it better or do it differently, at least. And she thought, you know, it'd be better, which I think it is. <laughs> so. So then obviously during those years, you guys kind of developed your recipe of for your ice creams then during those years before you actually moved to Orlando. No, that we started down here. Yeah. After a couple of years of being here. Yeah, we moved. That was December of 2010 and we moved in um, May of 2011. So um, we really didn't start making ice cream in probably our house until maybe 2012 or so. I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I lost track of time. Yeah, we made we made it on the countertop aisle for a, like a, a little bit, and then it just is like a lot of work, and you don't make a lot of ice cream. So then we started looking for researching options for like commercial ice cream machines. And so then you guys actually had ice cream, commercial ice cream machines in your house, right? Yeah, we had a commercial um, freezer, a batch freezer in our house. Got it off Craigslist down in Tampa. Well, Sarasota. Sarasota. Yeah, the guy was making Italian ice for Little Leagues and he actually got really sick and had to sell it off. And um, we picked it up for $7,500 off Craigslist. And then we had it in our house. We rented a U-Haul, brought it up here. Uh, had an electrician come out and install 220 in our dining room, you know. And then it was a water-cooled machine, so I ran a hose from the garden, like, into the in through the window, uh, from the faucet in the garden into the window and to cool the machine. Like, that water went nowhere near the product, but it was just there to cool the compressor. And then the hose went back out into the garden and just drained out there. And uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, our neighbors, our neighbors definitely thought we were crazy. Like, yeah. you know, what are y'all doing? Like, what? We got a know? hot tub inside the house. Yeah. 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 Well, the first time we went to, like, before we went and did a first, our first event, we took our tent out and we took our freezer out and our little sink and all the tables, and we set it up at the end of our driveway, just as like a test. Like, we weren't looking to sell any ice cream, but our neighbors come out and they're like, "So, are you guys trying to sell ice cream here?" <laughs> I'm like. We're like, well, no, this is just, we got an event coming this Friday in Baldwin. So we just want to make sure we had everything, you know, planned out properly. I'm quite familiar with that. I, I do that quite often when I'm trying to set up new setups. I'm like, I set up everything in my middle of my garage or driveway and just try to play around. So I totally get that. And then you guys started doing farmer's markets. How long did you guys go from farmer's markets to buying the ice cream truck? Um, we started our first market in May of um, 2014 and then we got our truck in January 2015 and we got it on the road March 1st 2015 wow yeah um, bringing that tr- um, we had a um, freezer we still have the original freezer here um, that's right we, yeah, oh really yeah, yeah. We um, we shoved that thing in the back of my CRV when we first bought it. That was an interesting experience all the way down to I-4 from Altamont Springs. And g- taking that thing in and out of the trailer was, like, a lot of work. There was a lot of tears because I would be trying to go to an event, and I couldn't get the dang thing up in the trailer. Scott built, like, a ramp because we couldn't find one, like, that would work. Um, that was a struggle, and that's why the truck is great. Yeah, the truck was a big upgrade, but it's not what Kelly wanted at first. She wanted to go to a shop. She didn't really like the truck for some reason i think it was you know you didn't it didn't feel as personable like you're up here above the person in this truck and and she's used to standing behind a dipping cabinet from when you know she worked in high school and college and just having a conversation with people but i think the truck was like a perfect stepping stone for us and it was yeah it was a big improvement over just lugging the cart around with the trailer and and uh, yeah it was a lot less risky you know the money we put yeah. into it wasn't as much as a brick and mortar we wanted to see if it, we we could do it well so yeah yeah that's one thing we've always done like we started small i mean everything to get started at the farmers markets was just we were both still working full time so we just bought everything ourselves with our savings and then we got a $50,000 loan from the SBA to get the truck, and, and then we opened the shop with it, too. So Yeah, I was going to ask, because that moved pretty quick as well. You went from, like, truck, and I remember, because that's when I first, like, was introduced to you guys, and all of a sudden, I know opportunity came. 
Um, the Corinne location was originally an ice, was like a Italian ice, ice cream type shop um, and became available. And then all of a sudden you guys went with like, hey, it's available. I guess it's Kismith, right? Uh, how, how did that conversation go? Because, I mean, it moved. I moved pretty quick from, I mean, maybe a year. Was it less than a year oh. from the time you had your truck, right? Not even. We, uh, it's four months, right? It yeah. was a few months. It was actually could have been quicker, but we actually turned it down the first time. We had just gotten the truck on the road. I, I'm always cruising through Craigslist. Don't ask me why, but I still do, and I find most neatest things ever. And, and they had up for sale in, like, March of 2015, and we just had gotten the truck on the road, and I was like, no, we don't have the time right now. Let's get this started. And you also love this location. Like, we yeah. had the truck over at Baldwin, we knew, or over at East End. We know East End. We'd spend time there, and Kelly was just always looking at the spot. Like, so she had, before she ever saw that it was for sale, she was like, this spot would be great for an ice cream shop. Yeah, and then we turned it down the first time around, and then the owners came back to us about a month or two later in June, and said, hey, we need somebody to take this over. And so we're like, okay, we're ready. So it was from March. Or At that point, we sort of had all the leverage in the situation. Yeah. So, um, you know, we had got really good terms. Basically, didn't give him anything up front. And he just held a note for a year. And, and uh, we opened this up with, like, very, like, we just, just turned it over. We just changed the paint colors and just opened up as Kelly's. The name of Kelly's. Was there any time where it was going to be use your last name or it was going to be a mix? Like, did you guys, was it always Kelly's? I was always we were curious about that because we were talking about that last night. I was, as I was, we were going through, I mean, did you guys have, was it going to be a Seidel's? Was it going to be Kelly's? Was it going to be, like, at one point this guy goes, hey, what about me? I want my name on it. <laughs> um, you know, what, how did that go about? It's funny. So I'll tell the story because, I don't know. Um, we're both sitting on our computers one day in our spare bedroom and, uh, She's like, okay, so what are we going to call it? And I think, she, you know, where she worked at was Tasty Cream. And I think she threw out something like that or, or Twisty Treat. You know, it was like something that like had nothing to do with, was just like a generic ice cream type name. And I just turned, I'm like, no, it's going to be Kelly's Homemade Ice Cream. And she's like, okay. And that, that's, that was the name. <laughs> like, it took us 30 seconds. Like, there was no discussion whatsoever, <laughs> and I came up with the name, so. And my mom still is like, is Scott okay with this? I'm like, yes, he's fine with yeah. this, so he's, yeah. yeah. No, I absolutely love it. I love it. I even love the colors. If you've never been, like, there's, there's a method to their madness, uh, because obviously I know the color's very Neapolitan yeah. uh, with the pink, the white, the brown. So it's very, uh, you know, definitely uh, that aspect of it. So I, I definitely understand and I appreciate it. Um, and that, yeah, I'm absolutely amazed by, because when I met them, because they're very involved in the community. That's like the one thing that, I truly appreciate and I want kind of wanted to get an idea of why what your you know what your thoughts are and being involved so um, highly in a community because I see you with you know my daughter goes to school around the corner from Kelly's homemade ice cream on Corinne so she like I see them at constantly their their ice cream trucks there um, I see them at Ronald McDonald house events for charity events for runs um, I also see them they were you know they gave out ice cream during after the pulse um, every, the whole thing horrific with pulse um, so I mean they're constantly involved and, and it and it all makes sense based on what I've seen from even like kind of like the game plan that I, or at least what I think is your game plan um, or how things have kind of laid out is that you are you want to be part of you want to be part of that neighborhood. 
Um, is that correct? What are your thoughts on, on the importance of being involved in your community? I think it's extremely important, and that's why our um, shops are positioned where they are in the middle of communities. We're not out on a major highway. Um, I just love being part of the community. I come from a very small town in upstate New York, and it's very tight-knit. And I think that's really kind of where it stems from. Yeah, I, mean, just, I grew up going to church, um, very involved in the school. My mom was always involved. Um, and I just feel like, you know, you just, you know, you give back and you get back kind of thing. And it's, and I don't know, I love being involved. I love doing events. I mean, I love waking up at five o'clock in the morning to do races. It's so much fun and meeting the people. And it's just amazing how I still go out and they're like, we've, they've never heard of Kelly's. And I'm like, great, we still have another customer to go. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've started over the last, um, you know, six months working more on the business and one of the things we're trying to do is sort of like figure out our vision going forward and you know we're we decided we're about homemade ice cream and good customer service and also like being involved in the community is up there with you know how good the ice cream is it's like it's that important to us and that's sort of you know what we've decided um and you know we don't spend it at marketing budget so going to the schools and giving all the teachers ice cream for free and uh you know around I mean, we don't do it to every school, but we do it, you know, for a lot of different things. And uh, just donating ice cream for the Ronald McDonald House when they were doing their ice cream socials and all that kind of stuff. That's where, that's where if we had a big marketing budget, you know, it goes there instead. <laughs> so, no, it makes total sense. I, I I absolutely love it, and it's and it's true. I I take um, I take great pride because obviously word of mouth is so important when it comes to that type of stuff. When it comes to marketing, and like I take a lot of pride when. I know that I'm taking people for the first time or haven't said, Hey, have you had Kelly's? And they're like, no. And like, we'll be like, Oh, come on. And we'll go out to dinner. And I'm like, I always end the night. If we're somewhere in the area, I always end the night at a Kelly's. Cause then it's like one, I need any excuse I can <laughs> to get to your, to get here to get ice cream. So I kind of understand that aspect of it, but I do absolutely love the fact that you guys are, are so involved with the community. I think it's, I think it's just amazing to be able to see um, when you guys, so and I guess one of the big things I was also kind of looking at was how are you guys dealing with, because, so you opened this location, you opened the Corinne one, Fern Creek happened, was it like in a course of a year or something like that, year, year and a half, Corinne, you guys opened the Fern Creek location? We opened that October of 2017. Okay. And that's kind of a fun story. Um, so our ice cream truck used to go there back in like March and April of 2015, um, and Joyce, the owner of the coffee garden, I had a relationship, formed a relationship with her. We would come, come by with the truck until we got kicked out from code enforcement. Um, and I've always loved that location. I ran the OUC half marathon in 2012 or 13 and ran past that shop when it was released before the coffee garden. I'm like, that would be a perfect ice cream shop. Long story short, Joyce got it before me. Um, she decided to end her lease in May of or April and May of 2017. Um, I was nine months pregnant, signed the lease, and I said, we'll open in six months. So we turned that into an ice cream shop as well. Um, and we opened that in like four months, four, four or five months. Didn't we sign the lease? The, the yeah. yeah. The day we came home from the hospital with Nora. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just knew like something about it. It was a soda fountain back in the day. Yeah. I just love the location and it's, it's fabulous. It's, it has this little quirky, it's a little different than Corinne. Um, but I love that location. It's, that's probably my favorite shop. I really? love that place. Yeah. It's just such a cool little building. And it was, like you said, it was called Downey Sundries until I think the original, I forget the woman's first name, but her last name was Downey. And, uh, they had candies and ice cream and, she might have done burgers and hot dogs. I don't remember. But 
Um, she had it until the late 80s. She sold it, and then it was around for a couple more years as Downey Sundries, and then the, it, they sold it again, and it changed name. But, yeah, it's sort of cool because it was, you know, it's like a just little neighborhood candy shop and ice cream shop, and we, we sort of brought it back to that. <laughs> and then during the pandemic, you opened your third location, the Oviedo one, which was uh, interesting, uh, to say the least, having to deal with all of that. And I know that was, uh, so I mean, you guys have definitely, in the course of six years, you guys have opened three locations, well, I guess truck, and then three locations, which is uh, absolutely amazing. How, like, is it just one of those where you're just like, hey, we're just gonna, you know, do you guys have, uh, I've always been kind of curious, do you guys have like a, I don't know, I, I, ca I called it originally a circle of trust, but like I guess a group of people that you can bounce, you bounce ideas off of or, you know, or you have this conversation or is it just the two of you kind of just kind of going, I think this works and you just get a gut feeling and go or how, do, how is all that going? Because, I mean, there, there's definitely a level, I could see a level of, there's definitely a level of fear of like, okay, I'm opening another one. Am I opening too fast? Like, you know what I mean? Like there's so many things that go, can go through your mind. We tend to become our own hurdles so, like, how do you guys get over the hurdles and keep moving forward? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just going back no. to it, we just usually have a lot of conversations. Sometimes we'll pull other people in. Um, well, well, at this point, we have Kristen and Katie, who um, Katie's our production, in, in charge of production, and, Kate, and Kristen sort of over the shops. And um, they're in our, they're on our leadership team now, uh, so they they're involved with like you know any of these types of decisions now. Um, so they're a big help. We had the SBA had a, a board of advisors there, which we still have, but I think we're about at the end of our our uh, they they let you do this advisory plan for a year or two. So we've bounced ideas off them in the past. Mm -hmm. Don't yeah. ask family if no. you're going to a small business because <laughs> they have the best intentions, but the worst ideas usually. Um, sorry, mom and dad. Uh, what else? Yeah, I think just going with your gut. Like we don't, I always say we do things like untraditionally or backwards. You know, Oviedo, I drove past it on my, I was like my birthday. I was like, that's a spot right next to the townhouse restaurant. I was like, just something felt good about it. And we don't do all the research we probably should and all that. Um, that was yeah. a big learning experience, Oviedo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, full build out. A lot of money. Yeah. And just yeah. a lot of mistakes we made. We didn't do enough research. Yes. <laughs> but yes. that's okay. But going forward, we learn from our mistakes. And I don't have the background in restaurants. I'm a nurse. Like, this is not my, my thing at all. We've learned a lot. Um, I lear learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. And our process has always been, like, um, try to plan the best we can, but just go and do the thing. Like whether it was like the first time we loaded up the truck or the trailer to take the ice cream to Baldwin to sell at one of their markets, it was like, okay, we loaded up the truck with like Kelly had boxes of everything we could ever possibly need and we're there unloading all these boxes and stuff. And it's like every time you just learn a little bit. You know, it's like so after the first time, it's like, okay, we didn't need any of this stuff. We're not going <laughs> to waste our time carrying these other boxes. We're going to leave those in the garage. Um, and you just get better and better and better. And after a year of doing that event, we were like so efficient, you know, and just, just you learn. That's the best way to do it because you can't just overanalyze everything and then you never do anything, you know, so. That's right. It's analysis of paralysis of analysis yeah, exactly. is what it ends up being. So I know you guys have over 100 recipes for when it comes to that. 
Um, where do you and Scott come up with the flavors? I know obviously you guys mentioned that you guys would go to a lot of different coffee, um, ice cream shops and stuff like that, but where do you guys come up with all those and, and experimentations? Um, a lot of it is just based off inspiration, what we've seen at other ice cream shops. Um, I look at um, Pinterest, um, kind of think about like the chocolate fluffernutter, for example. I always went home from school and uh, mixed chocolate or mixed um, peanut butter and um, fluff together and, you know, didn't actually make a sandwich out of it. I just ate it like mixed up because I was nuts. And that, that's kind of where chocolate fluffernutter came from because I love chocolate. Um, Maple bourbon bacon was somebody was getting married and they wanted um, bacon and maple in something. So that turned into maple bourbon bacon. Um, I get ideas from customers all over the place. We have a big, long list of things that we need to try. Yeah, I was going to say customers and employees, too, now are the newest thing. I mean, in the beginning, it was just sort of not that difficult. Like, Kelly likes brownies and peanut butter and chocolate so chocolate peanut butter brownie <laughs> but that sounds amazing <laughs> she's like, okay i'm gonna put cho- peanut butter and, and chocolate uh, brownies in this chocolate ice cream like that sounds that sounds great that's an awesome idea but it's really not that complicated you know um so yeah but you know we just test a lot of different things and uh yeah employees and uh customers recently have been giving us a lot of good ideas too so yeah. we've got a long list of things we want to try I had um, like some leftover peanut butter fudge from the holidays. So I threw that in some vanilla. So that's going to be something next month with some pretzels in it. Um, that's awesome. What do you? Uh, what would you say is your the, your particular recipe for success? I always tell people that they try to find that secret sauce. But what's your recipe for success with Kelly's homemade ice cream? I just would say like don't be afraid of hard work. It takes a lot of work. Like some people think it's so easy, and it's really hard sometimes. Um, Especially when we first started, I, we had no idea what we were doing, and you just got to push, push through it, and um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, she's sort of talking to other people, but I think she's got a point there. It's like, we didn't start with, I, I've thought about this over the years, is like, if you don't have the money, you have to start with the work. It's like, you know, if you had $250,000 to go and open an ice cream shop, you could do it and have all the equipment laid out exactly how you wanted it and yada yada but if you don't have that then you have to make up for that difference in work and it's uh so it's just it's just more work to get started because we didn't have a lot of money to get started and um over the years you know we're still investing most of the money back into the business because we're like you know okay well at some point and now it's been probably a couple years at some point we had to get rid of all these you know white chest freezers that we picked up at Lowe's that we stored all the ice cream in, <laughs> you know, and now eventually we got a walk-in finally after a couple of years, you know, and then, so it's like, it, that's a good point, I think, is, is like, just in the beginning, it's hard work because we didn't have the money, but, you know, so it's just don't be afraid of that hard work and uh, listen to Kelly. She's sort of like the visionary, so like, you know, she's picked out all the shops. She's, you know, just driven us and we just, you know, work on getting it done, basically. <laughs> if she's got some ideas, and they, she always does, uh, then we just got to figure out how to make them happen. No, it makes total sense. I love it. Um, so tell me a little bit about the... So next iteration, basically, kind of like... And this is one of the things I love, is that you guys are constantly kind of looking at different areas. Because, like, one... The ice cream truck, even though you had the ice cream truck, ice cream truck still in use, still being one of those things. I've seen some places that once they open a brick and mortar, their truck is just sitting there. But you guys actually use it, use it for catering events, use it to be able to kind of almost, I would almost call it like your mobile marketing machine. So it's kind of allows you to go to different places. So, and the next iteration 
that I'm noticing is I know that there's going to be these countertop, Kelly's countertops, which you're going to tell me a little bit more about. I'm kind of curious about is how did that kind of all come together? Is it, was it someone came to you? Did you come to them? Was it just kind of, once again, one of those were like, Hey, this would be a good idea. And it just kind of happened. Um, Care to give me a little bit of an idea. And I know this is something that's actually in the future. So you will be seeing this in the future, um, which means more Kelly in more neighborhoods. Yeah. So last year before COVID, um, we had met um, Alex and Ian from Fox Hill Coffee reached out to us about a project in Maitland. And that project got shelved because of COVID. And about back in this past January, there's this location up near Goldfish Swim School up on the corner of um, uh, like Howell Branch and... Um, Lakemont and this is empty lot and I'm like that would be perfect for an ice cream shop it's in the middle of a you know middle of a community there's nothing up there um, like it Um, and so I was just on my computer one night I said I think I'm going to shoot Alex an email to see if he'd be interested in like doing something developing this land somehow I'm like I know it's crazy and Scott's like just do it so I emailed him and he said no um, because they have some experience with like land developing that is not something I don't want to get involved with and so he said, no, I have something close by, but still let's get together and talk about Maitland. So we got together, talked about Maitland, and long story short, over the course of like a 48-hour period, these Kelly's counters kind of came into fruition. Um, they um, were going to pursue a concept um, with, some of their, with some of their spaces, um, and so they kind of decided they wanted to pull in us instead. Um, so we are going to be opening up, um, actually, we should be opening up next week or the week after in Howell Branch, and um, it's up in, like northeast side of Winter Park, um, almost Seminole County. Actually, it is in Seminole County. Um, so a Kelly's counter um, is going to serve the same great homemade ice cream in a smaller footprint than our traditional scoop shops. The menus will differ by the number of flavors offered, but will include scoops, pints, shakes, waffle cones, and dog pops. So it's a smaller version of our scoop shops with a limited menu. And for me, I'm very excited because I can actually create ice cream donut sandwiches, getting ice cream from that Maitland location and across the street is Donut King. Um, And you can make some killer ice cream donut sandwiches there. not that I've thought of it when I've driven by um, at all when I saw it, but uh, but um, but yeah, that's one of those things where I I'm super excited because um, you know being able to create a kind of I would almost say almost a, a more cost effective obviously rather than having to create a, a whole spot being able to go and do that I mean I think that's absolutely amazing I also love the fact that you guys are always kind of forward thinking. Um, has this always been the thought process? Like when you guys originally, when you said, Hey, I kind of want to like, when you guys originally started talking, was this always kind of the thought process of like you had this grand vision or did the vision start obviously smaller in the sense of like, Oh, I want to open an ice cream shop or an, you know, the truck. And then we want to, we'd love to have a location. And then it just kind of, I guess kept the scoops kept growing and growing uh, and building or did you, or is it, was it always something like you guys, I've always wanted to have this. This is something I've always wanted to have multiple locations and multiple um, places to sell ice cream. Looking back, i never thought we would be where we are today. I thought it would just be the truck and then the shop fell on our laps and we did that. I never thought we would keep doing it, but you just kind of get this excitement and this motivation, like, and, and, I don't know. Sometimes it's like I get exhausted and just stop for a bit. And then sometimes I'm like, let's get going again. It's exciting. It's, um, but never, never envisioned the counters. I never envisioned more than one shop. Um, it's just, 
people all the time email me or message me like, when are you going to open up here? When are you going to open up there? And I always ask Scott, like, why do people ask me that? Like, do, does every other business owner get asked when they're going to open up a pizza or sandwich shop someplace? When it's, when it's good. Yeah, when it's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the beginning we had the, I don't think we, we ever thought it would be like this or that we were thinking more than one shop. I mean, I may have more than Kelly, but I definitely don't think she was in the beginning. But we then we you know we were, we started here, working every night, closing every night, and then we decided well, we need to like have a balance. So we put some people in place to like help us close so that we didn't have to be here every night. And then it was like, okay, well we have a little bit more free time. You know, it's like well I guess we could, I don't know, maybe do another one of these now. <laughs> you know, it's like well what else are we gonna work on? Well we might as well open another one. Um, but uh, no, I don't think we ever thought we would have three now with now with our deal with um with foxtail having some counters too so last ones because obviously i'm running late for my lunch here so a few last ones one you're still kelly you're still working as a nicu nurse right um i work in i work in the or, OR actually but you yeah, still you still work children. as a nurse though right yeah i just take call very infrequently still that's so. that's pretty amazing <laughs> scott are you is kelly's home full-time or do you also do uh, like also work something as well no i do this full-time i i left my job when we opened this shop because i was full-time like accountant and i couldn't really do it part-time kelly has just slowly over the years gone from you know three days a week to two days to one, and now she's finally taking call every other week. <laughs> so, but it's it's uh, tough to balance. But she still loves say, doing it. I think so. That's awesome. So, give people an idea of where can they find you? Where can they support you? Give it you know kind of like your plug. Be able to tell people where to go if you haven't. Obviously, if you follow me, you you know where I go get ice cream. Uh, but you know, obviously, let. Um, by all means, take the floor. Any advice or anything that you want to be able to use and tell people about where to where they can find Kelly's Homemade Ice Cream? Yeah, we have three shops currently, uh, two in Orlando and one in Oviedo. Um, we have a couple counters underway, two counters, and um, some fun information that we just signed a lease uh, for a Windermere Winter Garden location um, coming probably this fall. Um, yeah, and we have catering, weddings. We do all sorts of different things and love to support the local community. Yeah, I think that covers it pretty good. <laughs> and we're, we're an open book, too. If anyone ever has any questions, sometimes right. people can always ask us and email us. So I love to share our story. Yeah, the one thing if you um, that I mentioned in the beginning is the fact of, like, the, the smile. Like, one of the things that I loved hearing is that, and, it, and it's something so true, that I don't think I've ever seen someone not smile when they're grabbing, getting ice cream. Um, so I think that's absolutely amazing. The smiles that you uh, obviously give and you give many um, every single day. Um, so that's definitely awesome. So that's our show for today. Thank you so much to Kelly and Scott of Kelly's Homemade Ice Cream for being on and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check them out online. Definitely get some ice cream. Um, I love to see as much as I like seeing sandwich selfies. I'll definitely take some uh, ice cream selfies. Make sure to tag Kelly when you do. Um, if you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to subscribe. If you want to support, check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads. Do some shopping and tell your friends. Thank you. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Thanks, guys.